And here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, coming at you from New Jersey, the capital of all misery, and the place where metal forgot to die, this is Here Lies Metal, the podcast that brings you the origins, history, and culture of everything metal. Once again, I am Maledictus, and we are here with Samantha. Hello. And we shall be your overlords for today and all of eternity. Welcome. Now, um, I know we've been alternating between news shows and content shows. We're going to do another news show. You know why? Because I've got, you know, I got nothing. I didn't do any research. We had a busy weekend, right? Did we not have a busy weekend? We had some adventures. Yeah, we usually kind of just sit here and do nothing and are able to just, you know, come up with an episode. But we had a very busy weekend, so we're just going to give the news again. We'll get back to the content. Hey, why don't you people out there engage, you know, like they say when you have a podcast, you're supposed to engage with people, you know, whatever that means. So I, I figure that means I, I say, hey, five listeners of this show, what do you want to hear about next? You know, well, we, we don't have content because we're out in the field this weekend. You're on the field. We're reporting. It, we was, have, it was all metal related. So yeah, we have something that to say. counts as work. We have something to say about it, too. We're going to tell you about it before you get the news. Um, but anyway, you know, do you want what do you want to hear about, though, out there? You know, anything. Tell me something. You know, put it on my Facebook. You know, you guys uh, you know, say something. You could be part of this podcast, too. Hey, if any of you guys want to come over here and be on the air, too, go ahead. Come over here. I'll get, you can I'll, have my chair. Yeah. You know, you can sit here. You know, give you some, we'll have some pizza, all right? Anyway, um, this weekend, the last weekend of, um, we went to a couple of shows. Uh, we went to two shows. Now, we, we've been meaning to check out this place, this place where I would not mention the name because it might be detrimental to their existence. Now, what I mean by that is the validity and the um, the legality of this venue is highly questionable. Um, all I'll say is it's located in Montclair, and um, it's actually in the very nice part of Montclair, ironically. And it is literally kind of a, it's literally an underground club for a venue for, I mean, it's, it's, it's in a, a basement it's venue. It's in a basement. However, most venues, obviously, to have a venue, you need to be insured. You need to probably have a liquor license you probably you know you need security there's a lot of things you need you know it's not easy to just run a club um we went to this place you know eager to go to this place because we had heard of it for a while we heard a lot of the bands that we like tend to play there sometimes once in a while or just local Mm, bands no it was more that it was associated with this local band that we enjoy yeah um, and that's really the only way. Well, I once ever in a while, I think bands do play there. I no, think really, this band. Get, this was like, the uh, first time I saw a band come through that I. But then again, well, this may be the first time I heard about yeah, it. They don't really uh, advertise for yeah, probably good it's reason. really hard to find information yeah. about this place. Most places want to promote and make flyers. I think they don't on purpose for you know. So we go in their place. We go and we heard the show starting at seven. So we go in there and it's empty. And the guy running, you know, the guy, well, not really running the place, the one of the lunatics running this asylum um, informs well, us. I think he was in the first band that yeah. played. He also told me that he was He's involved part. with the place. I kind of get the feeling that this place is just a glorified practice space. Yeah, I think it's like a commune. It's like a... Just that a, they probably run those shows to, like, make rent. Yeah. I, I, if there is rent, I don't know. Maybe somebody's <laughs> daddy owns it. I don't know. It's probably something like that. I don't know what's going on there. And, and you know, I didn't ask too many questions, but... All I know is there's a lot of um, rotten things going on in Denmark. Um, so w- the shows are only able to start there. Well, first off, let's just yeah. say we were there to see Devil Master. Devil Master. 
who is a fun band, kind of a weird black metal slash punk which is, band, um, yeah, which is what people usually refer to them as. Which is very accurate. You know, we saw them play, and I think they're one of the first bands to really do something like that. Maybe, you know, like um, one of those serious, true Norwegian black metal bands will, will, will not want to play with them because they are they are not serious. You know, just like they don't want to play with, you know, Neckbeard, Death Punch, whatever they're called. <laughs> neck, neck, <laughs> neck beer death punch you know like you know like they don't want to play with them but they wouldn't want to play with these guys either they definitely wouldn't want to play with these guys they'd be no. like what a bunch of hipsters we do not want well to they're play not with a, them. a parody band but they're definitely not true yeah if you're playing metal. punk rock in this and they are time. wearing corpse paint though yeah doing it you know in like a funny way and capes know. yeah they have like a theme to them you know anyway but it's a very anyway, unique form of music. I it, was excited to see them because they're going to yeah. be at PsychoFest. Yeah, so they're not a small deal if they're playing Psycho. If they got to be in the Well, they're probably like one of the smallest bands. Yeah, they're probably like the last band, but still. Anyway, they're kind of a big deal to go to this place, unnamed venue, Montclair. Yeah. We cannot name it because I don't want to affect the welfare of this place. Maybe someone in law enforcement will be listening. They'll be like, aha, now we have evidence. Uh, but anyway, we went to the place and they can't sh- start shows there until 10 o'clock. And it's like, oh, why so late? Well, because the restaurants above, the very nice restaurants above, are open till 10. In Montclair, businesses generally close kind of early. It's not like a very late night kind of place. So, by the, you know, they have to be closed because the noise levels are very high. So, obviously, everyone knows this place exists. It's not secret. There's a bunch of, like, raggedy-ass-looking metal guys outside, you know, drinking and smoking. And, you know, somehow the cops just kind of let it go. I don't know. I guess if you're in, like, a nice neighborhood like that, the cops are like, well, you know, they're all white kids. I, yeah, I wonder. I wonder how that works. Like, well, you know, they're all rich, so. Okay, well, you should you should say what you found so concerning. What, what poor old maledictus. Yeah, I was very scared. I really. I was concerned. He was very afraid all, all night. Yeah, I was concerned because the place is really, I mean, it's a basement. And, um, you know, there's one exit in and out. And you know how that turns out when there's a fire. You remember, I don't have to say, you know, the station nightclub fire killed, like, 90 people, you know. Um, almost rid us of great white. <laughs> no, that's, that's mean. Sorry. Um, but yeah, you know, if, some, if there was a fire down there, that, that's what you would get. You would get like 90 people dead easily. You know, there's no other way out of there. That's number one. Um, number two, it's a free-for-all drunk fest. Every, they, you could well, bring your BYOB. own... BYOB. Which is not a... Which any club, there's not one music club that ever would allow that. Ever. Anywhere. So there's a bunch of kids, children, drinking until they drop. And I'm in underage drinking. I, I don't see how you... I'm turning... Look how old I am. I'm like, these kids are underage and they're drinking. Like when I was their age, I, I, I would have been like, yes! You know? You and, would you have been too scared to go to this? Or would you have loved it? Uh, I probably would have... I probably would have like ended up at it. You know, being in the crowd I hung out with. I would have I'm ended sure up there. I'm sure there these places in your day. Yeah. Where, but, like, I wasn't, like, you know, I didn't wear my costume back then like all these kids do. You know, like, they're all, like, you know, so see, no they're, like. told you about it. <laughs> well, no. It, I'm, what I'm talking about is, like, you know, these kids are all scenesters. You know, even though I was into the music, I was not, like, ever a scenester back then. I wasn't cool enough. I didn't give a shit. You know, I did my own thing. You know, I did my own thing. You know, like, I didn't, like, try to hang out with people. And there was no social media back then, so you really, you know, whoever you knew, yeah. that's who you knew. You, were, you had to be, you know, a certain level of cool to know to, about to, this shit. To learn and, and to meet other people. You know, you had to get out there and meet other people. You literally had to go to shows and talk to people. If I went to shows, I certainly wasn't talking to anyone. I was just going to a show, you know. But, yeah, so these, this is clearly a scene. 
you know, where people know each other and stuff, which, you know, I just can't relate to. But anyway, these kids are, like, most of them are not old. Like, I think most of them are probably in their 20s. Some are probably in their teens, and they are drinking until they go blind in there. As well as that. I didn't see anything that bad. The drunkest person I saw was an old man. He was an old guy, yeah. He was, like, falling all over the place. But everyone was drinking. Everyone brought beer. You know, I don't really drink anymore. I just, I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm over it. It's just not, it's, it's dumb. You know, it doesn't make me feel good. And, you know, and, you know, me and Samantha are like warriors in great shape. So drinking will just kind of compromise that. <laughs> I mean, we're, you know, we're, we're like, you know, we live, bro. You know, so we're, yeah, if you want to fight us, you know, come, come at us. Um, so, yeah, it, it, my old instinct was kicking in. And it was also a bar in there, too, which I know. I know you it scumbags. Wasn't a bar. It was someone put on a counter like a okay. bottle of liquor and would probably give you some for a dollar. Um, you're selling it for you're exchanging alcohol for money. Therefore, you need a liquor license. You know how much a liquor license costs in Montclair? It's like over a million dollars. And I know you guys don't have a million dollars. Unless, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, my dad does. Like, oh, well, I the, guess I'm the wrong. The venue wasn't selling it. It was just some some guy. I don't know what was going on there. All I know is I saw a bar. Uh, you could have sold liquor there. I know. I, I'm sure he wasn't <laughs> a trained licensed bartender. But what I'm we saying is to sell alcohol. We could have made a couple bucks. Yeah. And maybe some tips. To sell alcohol in Montclair, it costs a lot of money. That's all I know. And I know you kids don't have Listen, that money. When you walk into this place, it's like a ratty basement with like, you know, a bunch of shit on the walls. They probably put a lot of work in to make it look like a shit. Until like it wouldn't collapse. Hole. They so. worked. They actually made it look worse, huh? Yeah, there's a grief video. It's yeah. really just, you know, like a dungeon, you know? Um, but the ceiling, it's very, obviously, it's a basement, so the ceilings are very low. Like, purposefully as unfinished as possible. Yeah. However, the ceiling is exposed, so there's exposed wiring up there. There's also the fire pipes are up there exposed. People were literally hanging off of them when people were, like, crowd surfing. I mean, if you break one of those things, the water comes out, gets on the amp, someone gets electrocuted. I'm just thinking of all the scenarios people could die in there. And I had about, like, ten different ones when I walked out. That was a very low ceiling for crowd surfing. Yeah. And people were hitting the ceiling, and there's exposed wiring up there. You know, like, the wires are up there. Like, the wires have, like, that metal stuff around them. All you gotta do is pull one of those things. The wire's out. It's, you know, I'm just thinking of all the scenarios that people could die in there. Oh, here's, a, oh, here's another one. Here's a better one. In this day and age, okay, everyone's bringing their backpacks in there. Most places you go, you have a backpack, they search it. You go to any club. Even if you go to St. Vitus, everything's pretty kind of cool this, there. This is not really a club. Whatever it is. This okay, is like a, it's a venue. It's a DIY space. Where kids go, okay, well, DIY, somebody's going to get killed in DIY space. Okay, in this day and age, people are bringing their bags in there. There's no security. No one's checking. You know what some kid could do? Anyone could bring a gun there. Someone could bring a pipe bomb in there and fucking throw it, okay? That can happen, and people will be dead. That You know, it's only a matter of time before some asshole does that. And they, they just have, they, they're just lucky that everyone is cool so far. Until so until that cool, one man. kid, until that one fucking incel comes in there and he fucking throws a pipe bomb. Why would the incel do it there? Because he's like, I hate all these fucking people, man. These girls won't talk That's to me. I'm going to fucking throw a fucking pipe bomb. That's going to happen. Trust me. The girls will probably talk to him in there. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> do you think, no, those girls are, are, are like the snobbiest snobs ever. Are Can, they? Are you kidding me? I, I, I live that scene. Kidding me? It's not any better. Trust me. Anyway, that's what that plays. Hey, you know, hopefully nothing, hopefully... I don't want any of those kids to get hurt. Trying okay? to be like this place has actually been open for a few years. It has been, and I, I don't know. Maybe something's happened. We haven't heard about yeah, it, but true. it's still there. Yeah, no one shut it down. It's yet, only a matter of time. So it's fine. Something weird's going on because everyone knows it's there. Like the, the authorities know it's there. There's no way they don't because it's it's in, it's in the nicest part of town. Okay, so they know it's there. It's not in some like seedy part that's of a, town. That's the thing. I feel like this kind of basement dungeon club, you know. 
it's probably not in a place like Montclair, usually. Yeah, it usually be, like, in a shitty pl- place. It's in a shitty town. town where it's, like, it, there's other real problems. Yeah, it is not. Like, there it, are not probably many real problems in Montclair. Especially there. Especially on that street. It's on, like, the nicest street in Montclair. Yeah, like, it's in the middle of, like, Of bougie, the most expensive area. Bougie Central. Yes. Which is just really strange to me. How the other businesses put up with it. You know, I'm, I'm surprised. You know, people, you know, when we walk out of the Wellmont Theater after a Slayer show, people would just be looking at us, you know, it's like too bad, man, you know, but there it's like, you know, they might have a little more pull. I don't know. Anyway, so if you know anything about this place, tell me what you know. I would, the only thing that really concerned me was like, um, they clearly had, you know, weren't counting people coming in. There was certainly no limit on people allowing people no, in. No, they don't know anything about We're that. We're collecting as many $15 as we can. Yeah, that's a lot of money to get And there. Jesus, so we got money. there. It was, it was very definitely the kind of space where like, okay, let's just go up, get us you know space on the wall here so so no one kills yeah (laughs) you know and uh and we'll just we'll just sit here for the duration and after devil master play did you like devil master yeah yeah i I like devil master i I think you're very unique i actually enjoyed most of the bands yeah they were pretty heavy you know i don't know i maybe the band before devil master was not local i couldn't tell i don't think yeah local bands yeah i don't think they were they didn't look they were like they're from around i don't want to mention them because i don't remember remember the guy had like a giant mohawk and he had like a mask and he was just playing some like weird thing and they had a they had a strobe light it was kind of cool whatever it was yeah it was kind of cool whatever it was i was just afraid that thing was gonna break and it was gonna kill someone because he was hanging off the of the fire pipe but a for effort yeah it was good i thought whatever that was it was good i like what they were doing Oh, uh, anyway, Devil Master was good, and there was even another band going to play after them, Noisem, who I've heard of. Yeah, they're pretty popular. And, you know, know, it was, it I felt, I don't know, I didn't know what time it was at the time, but it felt late. Yeah. And I was like, let's head out to the back, and maybe, you know, we'll catch a few um, songs of Noisem's, and, you know, but I saw who I wanted to see, so let's just head out to the back, and so we we start to walk out, you know, out from the basement, we're up at the stage, and it's like a long room. Yeah. And, then, and and only then do we see how many fucking people are in there. There's a lot of people in there. And even with them all streaming out to like go smoke or whatever. You, oh, you could smoke the in set. there. You could smoke in there. Well, yeah, there's, there's <laughs> people gonna, smoking weed. It's in another. There. That's another thing. But you know, I guess they're polite doing the polite thing to smoke right. cigarettes outside. So I'm, just, I'm just be polite. No one's gonna tell you not. There's no security. Is gonna be like, hey, don't do that. People were like smoking well, right in front of the, the thing. Singers. It's like. It's a long room with no like side entrances or exits. No, so you're gonna it's die. Like, no, one could fu- no one could fucking come and kick you out if you're doing anything bad. Well, if the cops raise it, there's just... no way out. There's no escape either. <laughs> it's gonna so get it's the like, paddy wagon and run you all we up. Would, I thought we would go to the back of the room where it'd be a little more calm and yeah. catch a few songs of this other band and then leave. And then it's like, no, it's fucking crazy back there too. Yeah, it's crazy back like, there. And even worse, in a way. And they were giving more alcohol to children back there. So I was... And then we looked so. down and it was like, oh, it's 12.30. Yeah, and I thought they were supposed to stop. They probably have to stop by one, I would we're think. We're old people. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit, I got to, you know, I got a show. Okay, let's bring us to the and next I'm one. like, this place is stressing me out. Let's go. Yeah, it was stressing me out, too. I was, I was like, Jesus, I don't... I don't. You know, someone's going to get hurt. I'm worried about these kids. I'm concerned about the welfare of your children. These kids are probably young enough to be my children, you know. <laughs> and, I, and I would be... I would be concerned if my child was there. I wouldn't be mad at him. I'd be like, oh, you know, I used to do things like that when I was a kid. But, you know, I'd be like, be careful, because if it's a fire or some incel brings a fucking pipe bomb, everyone's going to fucking die. You know, because that's how it is today, unfortunately. There was some asshole. You want you want to go back there ever? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I <kinda> do. <laughs> you do? Yeah, there's a band playing there. You know, maybe like I want a real band. Like yeah, another or maybe maybe my through. band will play there again. Though, so, so my, okay, so I had a show. I had my first show. 
on Sunday in like 20 years. I'm, I'm saying like nearly 20 years. And it's one of the first shows I really played where people actually like to see us. I've been, you know, my band that I was in, some of you know, Holy Enema, like we used to clear rooms. It's always weird when you play and people like you. It's like, well, they like us. People are like, you know, moshing and stuff. It's like, whoa, people like us, man. You know, and anyway, the band I'm in, they're called Defcon 1. They're pretty well, you know, the the... The guys from this band are very well experienced in playing. They've been playing, you know, I've not been playing in 20 years. They've been playing for 20 years, you know, pretty regularly. Never made it anywhere, but most people don't, especially from around here. New Jersey scene has nothing to offer, really, around here. I've lived it my whole life. This whole North Jersey metal or hardcore scene, it has nothing to offer the music industry. And this is just, you know, another... But the band is great. I love being in the band. I love the music that they're playing. But, you know, it's it's not going to get anywhere. But it's fun. I like doing it. I like playing shows. Anyway, they actually played, they, they were telling me they actually played this place that we just mentioned, and they got some of their shit stolen there. So, you know, they're very cautious. Like what's stolen? Like a piece of the drum or something. You know, okay. someone could just grab something. It's real easy, you know. It's, there's no, it's nobody watching your stuff. Yeah, it's chaos. It's really crowded. You know, there's no way you could really, like, keep an eye on your stuff. You know, it, it's, it's really, you know, don't bring anything nice there. You know, that's all I got to say. So, uh, so yeah, I had a show, and it went well. Um, there's some videos up around Facebook. I can't seem to share them on the Here Lies Metal site because the source of them won't let me share them for some reason. I have to tell them, maybe. But it went well. I didn't, you know, I didn't uh, fall off the stage. My friends were telling, saying, just don't fall off the stage. And I didn't. I almost did. Uh, I didn't make any mistakes on my guitar. Uh, some of my equipment was acting up, but that's normal. You know, when you are when you have old shitty equipment, it starts to break sometimes. But otherwise, it was a fun show, and I hope to do it again. And I'll tell you all about it as my my new music career continues with DEFCON 1, me as the lead guitarist, Maledictus, as your lead guitarist. You know, maybe I'll start writing songs for the band. I should contribute. You know, they like me in this band, apparently. You know. We're all very proud of... Usually bands don't like me. Maledictus. Yeah. You know, my last band, they <laughs> threw me out. Um, they were called Heart for Bit God. It was that name, Heart for Bait. Like, I just, every time they would be like, yeah, our name is Heart for Bait, I'd be like, guys, um. That was my favorite day. Maybe we could sort of uh, we call found out it. the name of that band. Yeah, I was like, oh, God. Why would you call, like, that people, are, like, kids are going to hear, they're going to go, what? What are you called? Masturbate? That's what they're going to, that's what I would say, you know. And I, I would always kind of, I didn't want to be rude. You know, because they're like old guys. They'll be like, oh, you're my spot. But it means so much to me. I think the guy had, no, the guy had it written on his guitar. It was like printed on his guitar even. And I think, I think one of them had a tattoo of it, probably. And, uh, you know, I was like, well, guys, maybe we could call it, uh, why don't we just call it HFB? And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, we could do that. It's easier. You know, I, just, I was just always trying to hint, maybe that name, you know. You know, and it was another band I was going to be in once. And the guy wanted to call it Witch Hole. And, and me, you know, <laughs> me and the other guys in the band were kind of like, you know, maybe we shouldn't really call it that. You know, I was actually nice. The other guy was like, no, that's fucking stupid. I was like, well, you know, I'm, always, I'm always nice about it. I'm like, you know, well, maybe we shouldn't really, uh, you know. But my current band, Defcon, I like the name. I think it's cool. You know, Defcon 1. It's like, fine. Yeah, it's cool. I like that. That's cool. I, the whole Nothing nuclear war theme. significantly wrong with it. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. I like everything. About it. I like the whole theme. You know, nuclear war and shit. That's really thrash. It's awesome. I like it. So... Um, so that's our adventures. That's why you're getting a news episode because I'm just too busy to fucking write some content right now. It's hard to write content. You want to try to write content? You can't just like put a playlist down. You got to like do research, man. You got to be an investigative journalist. You understand? So we got a lot of news. There's a lot of news this week though. Like, oh my God, there's so much news. And you know, the lovely Samantha here found so much news for us. Just went through it and you know, went through all the sites and you know, got around all the Corey Taylor news. Um, you know, we'll try to. You can't really get around the Corey Taylor news. It's going to get you. 
because every week it's a big week there's for Corey a sig- Taylor. it's a big week it's an especially big week for Corey Taylor so usually you know it's like something you know he's always in the news oh Corey Taylor uh he has hemorrhoids oh no you know but now you know it's something big happened with Corey Taylor but we'll get into that let's 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 do the news huh and now for the news I have to have like a news song right you know like how they you know, like CNN. Should does. write one. Yeah, I should do like a new song. You should you do know? like a metal version. Now for the metal news. Okay. Yeah, I could just you know that would be my metal song. Okay, so as we were talking about last week in the news, uh, Randy Blythe, Randy Bly, sorry, uh, he had organized this counter protest to the Westboro Baptist assholes, and um, it was the day before he did it. So he actually did it in that day, and it went very well. In fact, you know, of course, the Westboro Baptist. You know, people, there's like three of them, these three psychopaths. I wish someone would fire Maybe they're really. losing steam. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. They're, you know, they're just, that, something like that is just going to, they're all going to die eventually. I mean, you know, before somebody throws a firebomb at them. Anyway, um, so, you know, Randy had like a lot of people on his side. He probably had like 200 people on his side, you know, versus across the street, you had like three or four of them with their signs, their hate, their hate fag signs, whatever the fuck they have. And, uh, you know, Randy did what he said. He was playing kazoos, making noise, and eventually they just left. They're like, oh, we can't really deal with this. So they left. There was no fights or anything. So it went well. It looked like Randy was having a lot of fun. So, you know, hope you were there, man. I mean, like, they, you know. they definitely seem to be keeping a respectful distance from uh, you, the, Yeah, I think the cops make them. Uh, do they know. make them do that? Yeah, I think when they, because, you know, when you see all those protests in, in Portland, Oregon, you know, with the Antifa guy, they always, like, the cops I don't are watch always, those like, videos. I watch them all the time. It's so much fun. I just love, I love watching chaos. Like, I love people, watch, people, watching people fight. I'm just such a, like, so white trash like that. I'm like, whoa, these people are fighting, man. This awesome. Yeah, I just love watch stuff like that. one person Irish in you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get into that. <laughs> I want to keep that quiet. <laughs> the 1%. No, it's, it's the mostly percent Italian, nor, or apparently Sicilian that I am that wants to fight everyone. So, you know, I just like that. You know, I'm not going to fight anyone. I just want to, I like to watch mm-hmm. chaos. It, it just appeals to the, you know, small brain people like myself. I see that. I'm just like, that's oh, pretty funny. Did you see that, bro? Did you see that guy, bro? You know, yeah, that's me. There was no violence. No, it was none at all. Some dancing. Yeah, it was just dancing. They had a drumming. great time. Randy said he was going to do what he did. He said he wasn't going to cause any problems, and nobody got arrested. It was cool. Randy didn't go to jail again. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, like he did in the trip. He's promoting peace now. He is. And, he, you know, and it didn't He's do not anything bad. going to tell people to kill everyone that's what you do at a concert you know in Czech Republic they don't dig that I bet stuff. he doesn't say that anymore. I bet you he doesn't I bet you I bet you he learned his lesson from that one I mean yeah so things just aren't worth it it's not worth it dude don't don't say stuff like that I know it's you know it's like a mental thing but you know you can't really say it because somebody might do it and you know whatever so alright so in other news uh, you know that Ronnie James Dio um, hologram that I hate I think it's a stupid idea well um, have Doug, you seen it? Yeah, I, I've never... Oh, well, I saw a picture of it, like, you know, on, on TV. I didn't see it. I never saw it. I won't pay money to see that. It's disrespectful, you know, in every way. I don't like, you know, people. Our old artists, our legendary artists are dying. They're going to die. They're all going to... By the time we're all 50, they're all going to be, like, dead, okay? And we're going to have to deal with it, okay? And just make new stuff. You know, do we have an Elvis hologram? You know, but I guess people, and you can still worship these guys. People still worship, you know, their Elvis. But, you know, there's one day, you know, they're going to, they're going to start dying fast because they're all like mostly still hanging on. So they're all going to like start dying around the same time. Like it's going to be like a bad year one year, you know, maybe like 10 years from now. I, I promise you. And, uh, you know, we're going to lose these guys. So we just got to move on. Okay. Stop with these holograms. Love their music. Listen to their music forever. Their music is legendary. All of your heavy metal heroes. But, you know, the, the holograms, guys, come on. Like, 
What about with Metallica dies? Are you gonna make a Metallica hologram? Probably. That's ridiculous. Anyway, um, Doug Aldrich. I guess he was in the Ron James Dio band. Is he, you know, the is he related to Tommy Aldrich? I don't know. Tommy Aldrich was like a drummer for Ozzy. Um, he is not about this hologram. Um, and he's having some arguments with um, Ronnie James Dio's wife, who supports this hologram, because obviously probably makes her money. I mean, hey, you, you gotta, you know, if your husband's dead, you probably have to make money off his estate, right? Makes sense, right? So, Wendy Dio, um, who uh, is a member of the Illusion team. Um, I guess they make the hologram. Yeah, Illusion. They're called Illusion. And, um, you know, she's obviously part of this. And, um, and obviously a lot of people a lot of people are kind of criticizing the hologram including myself I'm not a fan of this stuff um Doug Aldrich Aldrich in particular said that Dio himself would probably not like yeah 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 I I would would, yeah I would agree with that I don't like Dio Dio wasn't like that kind of person he you know he wouldn't you know I don't think he'd like that he wasn't you know like hey man I have a hologram myself I'm so awesome you know but uh Wendy Dio says um she 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 quotes um don't criticize it if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Don't. I'm going to do it. I bet she talks to you. She's like, don't criticize if <laughs> you that, haven't seen it. Is that pause you trying to think what Yeah, I was like, is. how would she sound? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, because I've seen a picture. She looks like the kind of girl that talks like this. I think that Ronnie was an innovator of heavy metal music. So why not be an innovator of technology? You know, but. You know, I don't like holograms, so that's what she's saying. She's like, you know, but no, you know, it's not the same thing. It's, it's apples holograms and oranges. are kind of weird. Yeah, it's weird. They got the Tupac hologram. I don't know if they're eh. disrespectful. It's weird. Um, yeah, it's bizarre. I I haven't seen a hologram in person, so I am yeah. curious. Yeah, I've seen it on TV, but, you know, it doesn't really do it justice. Uh, I wonder what Rob Halford thinks. Yeah. Since he was good friends with Dio. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah, what are, you know, what is Ozzy, what are, well, no, actually, Ozzy never liked Dio, Ozzy never, you know, <laughs> no, you know, what is, uh, you know, what are the people that like Dio, the, the people that loved him, that knew him, feel about this, I wonder, um, anyway, that's, that, that'll work itself out, we'll see more holograms, unfortunately, probably when more people die, um, in other news, um, would you rather watch a hologram, or watch, like, a person, you know, imitating Dio? Oh, that's kind of disrespectful, too, you know? You know, cover bands. Uh, well, you know, say take tribute like, bands. Take like you know, Stone Temple Pilots, who who just hired yeah, a, a Scott that, Weiland uh, yeah, that, impersonator. You know, and I think if they didn't do that, they wouldn't do well. The people, you know, I went to the show. People responded very well to that. People weren't like, "Oh, really?" Like people loved it. You know, if they had some other guy, I don't know if it would work. Like that's what people want. They want that guy. He was like a huge personality, so people like want that. Sometimes that work doesn't work with me. I'm like, ah, oh, really. You know, and that's the first thing I was saying. I was like, oh, really? I saw the guy. So I'm like, I'm like, really? You'd rather they just not play. Yeah, just don't play. You can't do it. Sometimes, you know, your thing is done, okay? You got to get a job. So there will be no more live performances of, of Dio music. Yeah, I mean, you know, some band could cover a song or whatever, but, you know, like, Dio is not, like, who's even playing it right now with the hologram? Like, who's the band? Who's the know. fake Dio? It's not the real Dio band, I assure you. You know? It's so. all fake. He's all fake. So people, you got to wrap it up sometimes. That's what life is about. You got to just, you know, you probably have a lot of money if you're in that I think, situation. I think it is kind of pathetic that the hologram performed at Vakken. Yeah, yeah, really. It's like a big concert. And no, here, here's Dio now really? for Dio's you took hologram. took a slot from a real band for this shit? Yeah, really. You know, Defcon 1 could have played. Wow. <laughs> you know, we've gone to Europe, go to Germany and play, you know. So, I don't know, people, like with the holograms. You know, chime in, people. Engage with me, as they say, you know. 
you know, I must promote, I must engage with my audience, as the podcast experts say. So, um, yeah. So, you know, tell me about it. You know, write it on my Facebook, say, hey, man, I think this. You know, you guys could be part of this show, you know? So, um, in other news, um, Megadeth's David Ellison, or Dave Jr., as they call him, um, he actually was given Dave Mustaine's blessing to try out for Metallica. Like, what was he like? Hey, I want to get rid of you. Just go. You're going no, down. No, I love this article. I think it's funny. Okay, so longtime bassist, um, you know, recalled recently uh, after Jason Newstead's. This was in 2001, by the way, after Jason Newstead had left the band. Uh, he revealed that he had a chance to be Metallica's bass player instead of Robert Trujillo. Um, now, now, Dave Ellison says, I did not, El- Ellison recalled, when asked when, when asked by uh, the interviewer if he was granted a Metallica edition, he said, Lars had contacted Dave Mustaine to ask him permission. When I thought it was kind of him to say, hey, would it be okay if I reach out to Ellison? Uh, we had just recorded and returned um, the Megadeth album, uh, The World Needs a Hero, which is probably like one of those shitty albums they did. <laughs> and um, Dave Ellison continues, Dave called me and he said, listen, I would hate to lose you, but uh, as your friend, I certainly couldn't hold back. Yeah. And from an opportunity like that, so he gave me his blessing. And I never did get the call, though. You know, so they never called him. You know, what I'm, a great story. You know, yeah. So, you know, Dave, Dave Ellison, he's from Minnesota. Lars you know? called so, Dave Mustaine, who is effectively Dave Jr.'s dad in this situation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to ask permission to audition him. You know, like... And Dave, being the low self-esteem guy, he's yeah. like... Well, everyone wants to be in Metallica. How could I deny that from anybody? Yeah, he's like, well, oh, I guess he went again. You know, like, I, I suppose, like, hey, man, you know, like, Dave, you know, we were talking again, you know, and, like, you know, I think maybe, you know, we could sort of, like, you know, try out Dave Ellison, you know, if that's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, what the hell? Everyone just shit on Dave, okay? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah it's funny because if you watch the, the, uh, the Some Kind of Monster um, documentary, there's sort of this scene where they have Dave come in, you know, and, and he's kind of... Yeah, him and Lars are, They're having this, like... There's clearly, know. like, a connection between Lars and Dave. Well, Lars is the one that fired him, you know? Well, so, yeah. So, like, that's why Lars called Dave, because he was like, we can't just ask, you know, Dave Jr. to be in the band. Yeah, he's like, I, I, through, you know... Yeah, he's like, I don't want to do this. Like, first. Yeah. He's like, you know, I'm already, you know, kind of on his, you know... So then they got the permission, yeah. but then they never called yeah, like, Dave right, well, Ellison. Yeah, because, you know, I, you know, because... I could. They had a lot of other people. There's so obviously, many complicated feelings on both sides. Trying here. out, you know. Obviously, they probably got Robert Trujillo, who works very well with Metallica. I think, and Dave Ellison, his sound, it works well for Megadeth, but I, that just wouldn't work for Metallica. It's is his sound is just too. It, it's very just you know. It's very vanilla. You know, he he works great for Megadeth. I mean, and he was obviously great for every Megadeth album, and I always preferred him over Jason Newstead. You know, because you can hear him. You know, like I said, like I told you the story when I first heard Rust in Peace. I was like, wow, you can you can hear this guy. You can't hear Jason Newstead. So that's why I was like that. But, you know, if his sound, you know, comparing it to, say, Robert Trujillo's, you know, it's very, um, it's very, like, white bread, you know? It's very, uh, I don't know. It's, Being racist. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, doesn't, you know, it's just, it's very stiff. It's very, like, you know, you know, I'm from Minnesota. I'm playing bass, you know? You know, and Robert G. Hill's got a lot more flavor. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Yeah. But... No comment. No comment. But yeah, he just doesn't, you know... He has this very bright sound. 
you know, I don't know. It's got no dirt in it. Whatever. I don't know. It wouldn't be work for Metallic. But anyway, you know, but he was never, obviously. But anyway, um, Dave uh, said when he first, um, when he met, when he met, you know, Mustaine, he said, kill them all actually wasn't even out yet. And he explained that, you know, they had, and David said, you know, he had been in the band and, um, he and he, what he liked was the bass playing of Ron McGovney, who was the first bass player, the first first bass player of Metallica, and he always liked to, you know the first recordings from uh, from the Metal Up Your Ass um, uh, album, which you know came out sort of before Metallica came out. If you listen to it, it's a very different bass sound. It's actually really good. Um, but do you agree with him? Yeah, definitely. I like uh, if you hear that recording, it's really good. It's like really dirty. It's like it's really good Metallica sound. Um, I've never listened to it. Yeah, you should listen to it. You could find it on like um, on YouTube, probably. Yeah, it's pretty good. You should listen to it. It's like Kill Them All, but like raw. 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 It's very raw. Yeah, it's very raw sounding. And James Edward kind of sings like this. He, you know, oh, he wasn't really? really. Yeah, he wasn't really sure he was going to sing it. So he was singing like this. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> that sounds adorable. Yeah, he wasn't going, yeah, yeah. He was going, yeah, yeah. But, all right, it's, now for, it's time for some dead people news. We got a couple of dead people this week, unfortunately. Uh, Dick Dale. Surf rock guitarist, pioneer, you know, that sound. Um, Dick Dale was 81 years old, and he died. He was killed by death. That's him. And uh, did you know he was born Richard Anthony Monsoor? He was Lebanese. Did you know that? He's from Boston, Massachusetts. He's half really? Lebanese, half Polish. Yes. Dick Dale. His name isn't really Dick Dale. He's not really from California. He's from Boston. And he is Lebanese. Um, his first band is called the Deltones. And uh, he had that, you know, that that famous Fender-y sound. In fact, um, Fender actually made the first 100-watt amp ever for him. The first 100-watt amp ever was made for Dick Dale. Well, now, you know, it's normal now, but that's amazing. Dick Dale, you know, very interesting sound. Pioneer of music. You know, had that, he kind of invented that reverb, that boom, you know. That's uh, Dick Dale. So... All hail Dick Dale. Uh, he is now dead, killed by death of old age. So, uh, also dead, Aussie guitarist Bernie Torme. I had never heard of this guy. I was like, who the fuck is Bernie Torme? It's kind of all over the news this week. I think it's the anniversary of Randy Rhodes' death too. So he's kind of like all over the, all over the the, the press. Uh, oh, but, I think it's Randy Rhodes' birthday. Oh, it's his birthday. It's not his death day. Happy death day. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Randy Rhodes. And a lot of people are talking about Randy Rhodes. And you know, at the same time. The guy that replaced Randy Rhodes for touring, uh, his name was Bernie Torme, and uh, he had died this week at the age of 66. Um, That's kind of young. Yeah, these guys were, you know, they, you know. Well, for a rock guy. Sure, you know. He, 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 had, he had pneumonia, and uh, he succumbed to pneumonia. So, um, you know, so Bernie Torme. I'd never heard of him until this week. I was, you know, he's, I think Ozzy had, you know, Ozzy had some live guitarists that perhaps were not on his albums. Because I always thought, you know, his next uh, guitarist was, was Jake Lee. But I think Jake Lee, you know, was a studio guitarist. So, all right. Um, recently in news, we've had a lot of Jeff Tate, you know, with his big stupid head, his big stupid bald head that you always see. He's like, Ugh. he kind of looks like, like one of those like cats, you know, when he, when you take a picture of him, he's like, he's like, Ugh. look, look, we're gonna look, we're gonna look at his head right now. Hold on, we're gonna, we're gonna get a, we're gonna find that article. Look, the look audience at his, can't see his. Head. I know. That's why we need the YouTube show. But but look at it. Look at his. Here, can I click on this? I mean, he's making that. He's giving that look. Yeah, he's like. Know? So a 
lot of it's that look. He, it's kind of like Phil Collins. It's like the head of Phil Collins, you know, from the album. He's like trying to look creepy. Yeah, he's like, look at my bald. It's like his bald head, and he's got these like piercing blue eyes, and he has like very dark skin. So he's like, look at me, I'm dark and handsome. Is he dark? Yeah, he, he looks like dark to me. Yeah, he kind of like he has like a tone to him. You but know, they, he asked them to darken. Darken me a little bit, make me a little bit, you know, sort of swarthy. Uh, but that boy, he just he just has his face. Like, look at my bald head. We're not here to make fun of. Uh, just, face. Just, his face just makes me just gives it's, me nightmares. It's uncomfortable to look at. Him. And isn't it? I looked. I'm a like, Jesus Christ, man. It's making me uncomfortable. It's like you know Close who, who goes for that. <laughs> you know, do girls go? For, I don't know. So Some anyway. weird girls, I'm sure. Yeah, they're like, oh, Jeff Tate is so sexy. He's such a good singer. He's like, mur, he's, got mur, that, mur. he's got that look in his eyes. He's a, he looks like how he sings. He's like, the baby's the ball. Is it me, the ball? Is it ball? Is it ball? Jet City. Okay. That's how he sings. Who could resist that? Yeah, yeah, you know, the girls are just coming after him. Okay? You know, he used to sing with a headset, you know. Like, back in the day, he was one of those guys that would sing with a headset. I swear to God, he had a headset. He was, so he could, like, move his arms, so he can go, burr, burr, burr. You know, he's very dramatic. He's, you know, he's a showman, you know? Anyway. And, um, so Jeff Tate was saying he has no interest in reuniting with Queensryche. He doesn't want that kind of negativity in my life. That's right. He doesn't want it. In April 2014, Tate and Queensryche announced that a settlement was reached in a nearly two-year legal battle uh, over the rights of the music. And the name. Uh, the name, sorry. And he had been fired in 2012 from the band. Why was he fired? Uh, I don't know. What does it say here? Let's, let's see. Um, I, I have no idea. Probably somebody knows. That's probably some. If you were a Queensryche fan, you know, they probably, you're like, oh my God, you don't know? It's like, no, I don't know. I'd seen Queensryche once. I think they still had him. Yeah, I think they, yeah. I saw when I saw him, they still did have him. Um, they were for Judas Priest. Aha. long time ago. Uh, original Queensryche members Michael Wilton and Scott Rockenfield and Eddie Jackson responded with a countersuit. Settlement included an agreement that Wilton, Rockenfield, and Jackson would continue as Queensryche while Tate had the sole right to perform one of the albums, Operation Mindcrime. <laughs> And Operation Mindcrime that's a too. Big fuck you. They're like, well, you get well. That's a, that's an important album, though. Yeah, you know? that's what I, it's like. Sure, that you can have the name, like, but I'm gonna take. It's like, well, I get operate art fine, you know. And Operation, it's a concept album, if any, you know. And it's um, it's a good one at that, right? I think it's a good yeah. concept album. It's a good album, definitely. I, I like the album. It's I don't know what he's talking. About. It's some kind of weird political stuff that my small brain doesn't understand. But um, it's a good album. Tate previously described his time with Queensrÿche as. A strange, strange sort of relationship. I bet you that's how he talks. And uh, he told um, Metal, Metal God's Meltdown, oh, it doesn't matter who fucking who he told, um, he told somebody that um, we uh, weren't really friends, you know. We were just business associates. You know, kind of like Kiss. You know, we had a wonderful entity that we shared called Queensryche. Uh, but it was a bit... It wasn't equal sort of partnership as far as involvement goes. You know, there was, there wasn't, there, so there was a real camaraderie amongst everyone in the band. There, there, wasn't. there wasn't, sorry, there wasn't 
a real camaraderie. This guy sounds like an asshole. Yeah, he is. He's like very just like, nah, you know. We don't need to finish from, this quote. Yeah. You know, it's a he bunch just, of bullshit. You know, you know what he's saying. He, he's like, well, you know, it wasn't. Re- I didn't really like them. It was like a professional thing, but we, we, didn't, we weren't friends, you know. Except they're all still in the band together. Yeah, they were friends. They weren't like... your friend because your weird bald head. <laughs> they were like, oh, God, with that weird. And, and you're like, God, is he singing with the headset again? Like, yeah, was like, yeah, I have to sing with the headset, you know, so I could do this with my arms, so I could go, Jet City, you know, so he could do that. So, uh, likewise, Queen, like, doesn't like him either. So, so you know, and actually, in more creepy bald head of Jeff Tate news, uh, former Queensryche frontman Jeff Tate has described himself as a libertarian who believes in socialism. I would like to see how libertarians... Now know his brain is made of soap. Your brain is made of soap. I don't think that's possible. Like, I, I don't know. You're weird. Like, you, you can't have both. I don't think you can have both. You How do can't you, have both. You know, if you read his quote, he makes literally no sense. You make no sense, man. Let's read your quote. Okay, Jeff Tate voice again. Some people, like, some people, like, I'll do an interview and they'll ask me about politics. And after I give my opinions on it, people perhaps find themselves in complete opposition to me because they're ultra conservative. I thought you were ultra conservative, man. You're confusing me all the time. And I don't know how they got the idea that I was an ultra-conservative because I'm absolutely not. I'm a libertarian, lefty-loosey person. I thought libertarians were on the right. I don't know, man. You're, you're confusing me. I believe in socialism and social... Okay, social libertarians health. Libertarian social health they, When you talk about social... You know what libertarians say? You know what they say? Here's exactly what they say. They're like... They're like, socialism and health... They're like, healthcare needs more capital. He's like, they're like, you know why... Healthcare is fucked up because it needs more capitalism. That's what they say. They literally, they're like, it doesn't have enough capitalism. You know, that's what they'll tell you, man. They won't be like, oh, no, we need that. No, dude, they won't. So you're weird, dude. You got your head, you know, your bald head. He's just a dummy. It's your bald head, man. Like, maybe, like, you need protection from the sun or something, from your brain. I don't know. But, um, uh, where was I there? Uh, uh, we don't need to finish uh, this. No, wait, it's a funny thing. Tate, Tate in, in previous, had said... That um, Donald Trump will go down as the worst president in U.S. history. Uh, you know, it's low hanging fruit. But you know, but it's, but that came after two years after comments where he where he saw you know then candidate Trump was presidential material. So um, you know, he just changes his you know changes his opinions like most people do. I guess you know maybe he was like, oh, I thought he was good. You know, I guess he could say that, right? But now, yeah, now he's he was like, oh, I like this guy. <laughs> yeah. This guy's this guy's a dummy. He's a dummy. Moving Jeff Tate, on. you're so weird, Jeff Tate. Stop, stop with your bald head, okay? Your weird bald head. It's scaring me. Look at that picture. Look up that picture of Jeff Tate's weird bald head. Just he's looking at you like a cat. You know, like a cat wants something. He's like, Row. that's what it looks like. He's like, oh, he's like, go away, go away. <laughs> you know. So anyway, Dave Mustaine. Dave Mustaine's always on the news. Dave Mustaine is to use a wah-wah pedal for the first time. Uh, he's been, he's never, he's not a wah-wah user. He's not like, you know, Kirk Hammett, who likes to make food. We made fun of recently. Because, you know, Kirk Hammett is basically powered, basically his foot is surgically been attached to a wah-wah pedal since the Black Album. You know, he's like, wow, 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 wow. You know, Dave Mustaine, you know, just, you know, likes to go, you know, and I don't think he's a much better guitarist than Kirk Hammett anyway. But anyway, Dave Mustaine is going to use a wah-wah pedal for um, the Experience Hendrix concert uh, in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And uh, it's the first time he's ever going to use one. Um, other fans uh, speculated that Mustaine's uh, had obvious reasons for not using, for not, you know, for, for not using it was Kirk Hammett, you know, because he's always sort of making fun of Kirk 
he, he made a little dry, a dry joke there. Yeah, recently. He, he, he was yeah. apprehensive for uh, obvious reasons. Yeah. And chuckles. But uh, Kirk Hammett actually says... People overusing them. Yeah, and Kirk Hammett is definitely guilty of them. Though Kirk Hammett claims, you know, he his inspiration was the Wawa that came from Thin Lizzy, you know, which Thin Lizzy... Thin, I, I, Thin Lizzy uses the Wawa pedal far more respectfully than you do. You know, you, you kind of overuse the thing. I mean, they, you know, they'll, you know, Scott Gorham and, and, um, and Robbo will use it like, you know, at the right time. They won't, their foot isn't attached to it. They'll kind of whip it out sometimes, you know, but, you know, so, uh, anyway, along with Mustaine, other guitarists like Joe Satriani and Zach Wilde and Eric Johnson and, and Johnny Legand and Dweezil Zappa will be performing at this Jimi Hendrix thing. So, as well as Dave Mustaine. So, yeah, I don't really like Jimi Hendrix. People are like, how can you not like Jimi Hendrix? I feel like it's not. Oh my God. It's like beyond the realm of liking it or not liking it. Yeah. It's just, a, you know, an iconic thing. Yeah, it's, but it's like the same thing. And people, you know, because I don't like the Beatles. And you're like, how can you not like the Beatles? It's like, you know, Jimmy, he just doesn't enjoy anything. For I just don't think he's that interesting. You know, and he's just, you know, and the fact that he's just overplayed. He's like, oh, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. It's the same as like Led Zeppelin. Oh, Led Zeppelin. I don't like Led Zeppelin. Doesn't do anything for me, okay. You know I don't like bands today that are trying to be like Zeppelin, you know Led Zeppelin, like Greta Van Vliet. So not into it. I don't know. It's just an overplayed sound. And uh, we were talking about Nikki Six of Motley Crue being angry at Kiss for using his crane arm to lift up Gene Simmons' fat ass, but um, but uh, uh, uh Nikki Six wants to make it well known that he's not mad at Kiss. He's just mad at the production company, um, that were used. Uh, that it basically they basically just gave it the same thing to kiss, basically. So that's that's really all that is. What are they supposed to reinvent the wheel? Yeah, really. Some you know, rock it's, star it's, wants to go on a crane. Yeah, you guys are old guys are gonna use the big things. You know, they need a thing. Listen, Nikki Six. You know, they need a big hydraulic arm to lift up Gene Simmons' fat ass. Okay, like what else are they gonna use? Like a like a like a tr- a crane. You know, that could lift, like, you know, like, what, what are they going to use, man? You know, he's got to, he wants to fly up in the air, like he does, you know. So, you know, just don't worry about it, man. Like, it's not, you know, it's not yours. I think he was shit-talking Kiss. Yeah, I know you were. He, no, he definitely was. He was. Like, he was totally joking. Okay. He was like, hey, man, you know, like. He's walking it back. He's like, oh, you know, I didn't, I didn't really mean it, bro. You know? But anyway, I want to see that movie. You guys are making a movie. Doesn't look like it's acted very well. It comes out a couple of days. Yeah, it's a couple of days. It, it, it doesn't look like they put too much money into it, but whatever. Should do the hair metal episode soon. Yeah, definitely. Maybe hair metal episode. You know, that you know, sounds like fun. Yeah, it does. You know, and you people are like, "Why are you doing hair metal?" I was like, hey, do hey assholes, listen to me. Listen to me very carefully. When I was a child, you know what was on TV? Fucking hair metal. Okay, that's what I grew up with. I didn't have a choice. I want. I was going to Catholic school. All right, I wanted to rebel. You know, Metallica, I think, and Slayer were a little too much for an eight-year-old in Catholic school. I wasn't really exposed to that stuff. However, on MTV, there was Motley Crue, there was Poison. And, you know, I was like, whoa, these guys are pretty badass, huh? You know? And I would sit there, watch the TV, and be like, wow, that's cool. I wish I could play guitar one day. And my parents would come in and see, you know, like, uh, Nikki Six there. Or, um, you know, C.C. DeVille or something, you know, acting like assholes. My parents would be like, they look like girls. And I'd be like, no, they don't. They're, they're, they're not girls. They're, they're guys. Can you just say the story for the... Uh, yeah, I'll say this again. But, you know. <laughs> we'll say it again. But that's what I'm going to call an episode. 
They look like girls. Because that's what my parents would tell me. They look like girls. So anyway, hair metal will always have like a thing in my heart. And some of it's actually good. Like some of it's really bad. Look like any scene, it's always overdone. You know, like poison, I hate them. They're they're terrible. Motley Crue, on the other hand, pretty fucking good. Okay? You know, uh band like Wasp, pretty fucking badass. You know, band like Winger sucks. You know, there were good ones and there were bad ones, just like any kind of music, just like metal today. It's it's what we had back then, people. It's fun music. You know, it was made by mostly very talented people. All right, all right. So that's, that's enough. Yeah, enough of that. You don't get any more. Everyone's, everyone's, there are five subscribers. Are like, oh my god, he likes hair metal. Let's unsubscribe right now. So there's room for everything. Listen, when you get old, you're like, hey, that's not bad, right? I know some of you people out there are like, no, I could never like that. But you know, when you get old, you're like, yeah, that wasn't bad. You know, you kind of open your mind a little bit. Try it. Try it sometimes. Um, what do we got here? Okay. Yeah, scientific study. Oh, me, me, um, here now for a Here Lies Metal scientific report. Um, death metal doesn't make listeners violent. It makes them happy. Uh, the latest verdict from um, the instructor's music lab at Australia's Macquarie University, where Thompson and his cohorts, who's Thompson, <laughs> have engaged in a decades-long investigation. Decades of their lives. Um, with the effect of music. So let me get this straight. In Australia, they paid money. They gave federal dollars to find out if death metal makes you happy or not. Only in Australia. They got nothing going on there. Nobody wants to blow them up or anything. You know, Australians. The Australians, they need to fucking behave themselves. So, you know, at that concert, wants to hit me in the face with a bass guitar. It was in a fucking Australian because they're a bunch of savages. All right. Anyways. Um, to that end, the new findings revealed that death metal fans weren't exactly desensitized to illustrations of violence, as some may presume. So, you know, they're like, oh, death metal. If you show them a picture of someone with their head cut off, death metal guys going to be like, eh, whatever. You know, they weren't like that. They were like, oh, that's gross. In fact, professor, the professor likens an average death metal fan's pleasure in violent song portrayals to many listeners' satisfaction in tunes that elicit unhappiness. He quotes, Many people enjoy sad music. There's a bit of a paradox, he said. Why would we want to make ourselves sad? Same could be said about music with aggressive or violent themes. For us, it's a psychological paradox. So as scientists, we're curious. At the same time, we recognize that violence in the media is, socially, is a socially significant issue. So, you know, death metal isn't, you know, it doesn't really, like, make me angry. It just kind of makes me bored most of the time. You know, just you know, the whole Florida death metal scene, which we will do an episode on, by the way. It's very interesting um, subject matter, but like you know, death metal was really just like a new level. Like they thought, like you know, the Bay Area thrash thing wasn't strong enough, so like we gotta take this stronger. And that's where you got death metal, really. Uh, and I just, yeah, I was never really into most. Like I can't really get into Morbid Angel or Obituary or Deicide. You know, I'm talking about the American bands or even the Swedish bands. I guess never get into it. It just doesn't. It's just. It wasn't as interesting as thrash. Like thrash is just a little more dynamic, you know. Death metal, like, well, I guess they really wanted to sort of go back to the roots with death metal. Like, hey, we're gonna be more like venom, you know, but we're gonna be like, you know, heavier though, you know. And I think that's what that's venom's what, still significantly more dynamic. Absolutely, venom's closer to thrash than you know than death metal, but that's. But I think that's when people were kind of thinking like the current scene wasn't good enough, they would think back to Venom or Hellhammer. They'd be like, well, we got to go back to those days, you know. 
I mean, death metal's, I mean, it's like more like hardcore. Yeah, it is. I, no, absolutely. It is definitely, I think, has more influence in that, you know. But, yeah, they wanted to kind of scale things down, I think, and just I make agree. it heavier. I so. agree on your yes. feelings towards death metal. Yeah, I'm not into it. I, I can never really get into it. You know, it doesn't, you know, Cannibal Corpse, you know, I've seen them, you know, and just, you know, they're fun to watch, but like, I it's just. It's fine. Yeah, it doesn't, I'm not going to get into the music, though. Can, the Cannibal Corpse does not have any songs that move me. You know, they have a song called Fucked with a Knife. And, you know, whatever. You know, it's <laughs> Fucked with a Knife. All right. You know, that's cool. But, yeah, I'm like, you know, it's funny. It's as long as it's funny. It's great uh, party background music. Absolutely. It's funny. It's always funny. So, anyway, that's, you know, death metal is good for you. Anyway, you won't get angry. It's you good for you. You won't kill anyone. You might just fall asleep. Uh, Herman Rarbell. Herman Rarbell says he tried to bring Rudolph and Michael Shanker back together. I didn't know they hated each other. Like I didn't, I had no idea that um, the two Shanker brothers, some Germany, one in Scorpions and one on his own, uh, haven't really talked to each other in a long time. But anyway, um, Rarebell was um, former drummer of Scorpions, who's been replaced by Mickey D from King Diamond in Motorhead. Um, Shanker gave a number of interviews in the last few years, which he, you know, questioned his brother's integrity. Which Shanker? <laughs> Michael, Michael Shanker. Michael. Michael was in the was in Scorpions, by the way, in the early seventies. Also, he was in them for a hot minute in the late seventies. Um, I guess after Uli, but um, but uh, as far as going, he um, Michael called Rudolph a con artist uh, who completely adopted Michael's image to as though he kind of does look like Michael in a way. It's harsh, but probably true. Yeah, I, I I'm you know I don't really hear him too much from Rudolph. He's kind of just like the rhythm guitarist and the songwriter really of scorpions scorpions and um you know i always liked michael better like as a solo artist you know his guitar playing is just, i've never even heard of rudolph shank yeah he's just the guy in, in scorpions you know he's the guy that other guy he's not even the lead guitarist he's like you know just like the other the guy that's just been there forever you know he's kind of like the heart of the band i guess but yeah so you know I, but i don't think they're you know ultimately they're not ready to, they're still just kind of talking shit about each other you know, so, you know, I'm on Team Michael, you know, you know, we don't know I mean, if Michael... I, I don't want to take a moral stance on this issue. But yeah. Uh... yeah, I just think Michael's just, you know, it's more, yeah, I, just, I, just, I guess just like Michael's stuff better. You know? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I never listened to Scorpions because of, you know. As far as you know, brotherly love, like, yeah. ooh, I can't judge the situation. Yeah, I don't know what goes on, you know. But, you know, if I listen to Scorpions, I'm listening to it for their, you know, for either like Uli or from Matthias or whatever. I remember thinking about Rudolph, what the fuck is Rudolph is doing, you know. So anyway, in more, in uh, being that this is the Here Lies Tobias Forge station, uh, Tobias Forge um, says that Carnalocopia is likely to return for the next album. As you know, Ghost would usually change the image of their front man. You know, when I first heard Ghost, I used to think they were actually changing their singers. Like, I was, just, I totally fell for it. It's like, God, remember you're this. dumb. It's like, Jesus, you're dumb, maledict. Yeah, sometimes, you know, I fall for, I'm like, really? You, they you actually, were like, he sounds a little different. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like no, trying to analyze, like, every, I'm like, no, I think he, I think it's not the same guy. You know, I think they actually got, I used to think, like, the guitar player ran the band. No, the guitar players don't mean shit in that band. In fact, um, Tobias Ford used to dress as one of the guitar players and do interviews. Yeah, I remember watching one of those interviews before any of this came out. Yeah. And, I and like, was... there was some question, like, like, oh, does Papa write the songs? And he's like, oh, no, Papa doesn't write anything. Mm -hmm. He just sings. And I'm like, that's Papa yep. right there. That's what he used to say. I remember <laughs> like, that. 
The only reason he would say something like that is because yeah. that's fucking Papa. Yeah, you figured it out. I was like, oh, really? I was like, oh, I guess they, you know, I guess the band is run by the guitarist, you know? But yeah, it was just, you know, Like, him. no, no random guitarist would make, put himself into this, like, yeah. nondescript outfit if he was the one in charge right. yeah, and let this just, other guy, like, prance around the stage and, and it, take all the it, attention. It, it was all, like, you know, a clever deception, you know, which eventually got out. It got out because of a legal thing. He didn't, like, really mean to, you know, he didn't really want to reveal it. it just it was In this day and age, it's very difficult to keep something like that under I think part of them getting so big recently has been the outing. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. I think that's what happened. They're like, oh, it's just a guy in there, and, you know, he's an all right guy. He knows a lot about music. And uh, I think that's what really helped Peel. You kind of gave him a personality you know, it's kind of like the opposite effect of Kiss. You know, Kiss didn't really reveal them their ugly faces until like the early eighties, and people were like, "Damn, these guys are ugly." But you know, I think so anyway. But you know, Carl, um, uh, Tobias Ford just something to say. Let's do the Tobias Ford voice right now. If everything goes according to that plan, is that is how he talks on stage. <laughs> you know, this oh, okay. is how he talks. We on don't stage. know how he really talks. We do know how well, he really he's talks. He's like, yes, um, he is I very, am from Sweden. He's like a perfect accent. Yeah. And well, I I will always do him soft. in. In the spoken. yeah, soft spoken Swede, you know. But I'm no, I'm gonna do him in the Cardinal Cobia voice. If everything goes according to plan, we are hoping f- that for Cardio to be strong enough and cool enough to possibly do something that none of the previous ones have done, and basically to do two cycles. He continued, as reported by Blabbermouth, of course. Why do we get all this shit from Blabbermouth? It's always on Blabbermouth. It's the, on Twitter, the, the Corey Taylor News Network, Blabbermouth. Which I just find interesting because each of the other ones that you sort of met when they were already accomplished a thing, they're already accomplished. There's no story. Whereas this time around, he's presented a very al dente, a little bit of chewing resistance. Okay. Like my pasta. Not, not even I liked him to begin with, but now I can wait to see him hopefully accomplish these things. And I really look forward to possibly seeing him again with the skull paint and paper attire. What? It's like the same fucking mask. Yeah, the same mask. It just has different paint on it each yeah. time. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what he would do. He just put a different. You know, like whether it's still technically pattern. Cardinal Copia in Corpus Paint now. Yeah, it's just like a different you know. So he named it something else. Anyway, this is all bullshit and stupid. Yeah, he's it's more bull. He's just he's trying to like you know sort of plant things again. That's what he does. He's trying to like. Because since he was kind of sucked out of the mask, he's kind, of, he's kind of trying to get back into it. Like, he's like, well, watch this. I'll get them this time. Yeah, that's cool. Whatever. You know, he's, he's playing the game. You know, he wants to be something else than a regular metal band. He wants to have some sort of um, story, some mythos, you know. So, whatever. Let him let him do it. So, anyway, Ghost will be touring with Metallica this summer. So, you know, so we'll be Meta- you Metallica fans all around the world um, will probably <laughs> get triggered. I, I, I know Metallica fans. I don't know any of them that like Ghost. You know, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that like ghosts, but, you know, and maybe there's people that like ghosts that like Metallica. But I think, like, people that have been hardcore Metallica fans all their life, I don't think they like ghosts. All the normcore Metallica yeah, fans. Yeah, the normcore guys. They're, they're, they're like, this fucking ghost sucks. What is this stupid shit? Yeah, they're not into it. So I don't know. I think it's in Europe, though. So I don't, you know, I don't really know. I don't really know how it's going to turn out. <laughs> they're not going to try it in America. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to turn out. I don't really know. I don't really know the answer. They opened, yeah, they pretty successfully opened for Iron Maiden. I think people were okay. Like, though, the people that saw them, you know, that were there seeing it for Iron Maiden, they weren't really Ghost fans, though. Like, when we saw Ghost play, you know, just themselves, like, they were Ghost fans there. Like, for mm-hmm. the, when we saw them with Iron Maiden, you know, people were there to see Iron Maiden. People were like, oh, okay, Ghost is There's definitely on. some people around us that were into it. Yeah, but it wasn't like, you know, 
like the ghost show, though. Well, obviously not. You know, yeah, they were like, they were you know, opening. They were there for the Iron Maiden, you know. And, and Ghost, let's face it, Ghost is probably more interesting in Iron Maiden these days, music-wise, not like show-wise. But yeah. like, you know, Iron Maiden, you, you, you can't like... Nobody wants to hear your new music. I'm going to say it before I'll say it again. No one wants to hear your new, your new music, Iron Maiden. So, you know, people want to hear Tail Gunner. They want to hear, uh, you know, your old stuff, Run to the Hills and stuff. Anyway, uh, this just in. Ozzy is not going to die after all. The Maledictus was wrong. I know I was like, oh, he's going to die any second now. You'll see. Now, Ozzy Osbourne is back to his normal routine as he continues to recover from pneumonia. That's right. Ozzy Osbourne is back to his normal complaining self. More than a month after the singer was hospitalized because of flu complications, uh, his son Jack and wife Sharon offered an update on the rocker's health um, in, in doing a later uh, an interview last week, saying, as you know, Oz, 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 Osborne was forced to cancel the uh, Pacific leg of his tour in Japan and Australia and everything last month due to, to serious illness, and Ozzy is planning on touring for the next two years of his final tour. I don't think he's going to make that. We'll see. Listen, he's a cockroach. Years. He won't die. He won't die. He won't he's got die. that genetic mutation. He does. No, he does. He can't be stopped. He, drugs Drug, can't stop drugs him. Drugs don't hurt him. Yeah. He's definitely got some he people can't have that. die. He's, he's like, immortal. He's like, ah, like, like, soon he's just going to lose all brain, yeah, but his brain will die. He'll just be like, ah, It's like a bad yeah, kind yeah. of immortal where the body just keeps deteriorating, yeah. but he never actually dies. But he won't dies. die. He'll still be like a corpse zombie. He'll be like, Ugh. Who's be on stage like, you know, people are like, yeah, uh, yeah, Ozzy, uh, you know, just be like, blah, 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 blah. you know, that'll be his whole life, you know? So, Charlie Benante, Charlie Benante from Anthrax, you know, we know that guy, that wise guy, the guy with the mustache, good drummer, um, Charlie from the Bronx, I'm just Charlie from the Bronx, uh, he in is, um, dating, the most punch the singer one of the singers from one of the most punchable bands ever he's like hey you know i just got a divorce and i need a hot chick you know middle he? yeah he just got a divorce with... I, they've been dating for years though yeah i mean well not just but he, it was after the divorce of his wife of 13 years so he wasn't like some single guy so charlie benante is with what's her name carla harvey of the butcher babies who you know i can't stand I mean, they're just terrible. They're just garbage. You know, hey, maybe she's like, hey, I'll get together with some real metal guy like Charlie Benante, and now I'm legit, right? Maybe. Is that how it works? I don't know. Mar marriage is for power, right? Or, you know, relationships for power. What power, do you think? Power couple. Power couple. Metal power couple. You know, maybe she thinks she'll get, because I know they don't get any respect. I know any real self-respecting metal people see the butcher baby, well, like, what the fuck scroll, is this? Scroll down a little. All right, so what do we got here? So back in 2015, before yeah. there was any hint that they were dating, but apparently they were. Yeah, they weren't back then. Or maybe they were just beginning. So back when we were just hearing he about He just him, randomly says this, this of course you do. garbage album it's by garbage like album. a joke corporate band is yeah. one of his favorite releases of, course, of the year. What's he going to be like, uh, you know, babe, you know, I really love you, babe, but that album, that music. So that, that should go. have been the sign if he wasn't getting it, he was trying to. Yeah, he's like, hey. Uh, yeah, your, your album's really good. <laughs> it, it's really, that's, that's some really good metal. Oh, it's so good. Oh, you, we should come to you. Maybe you come over and play it for me. You know, maybe come over to my place. You know, we can have some, uh, take it like a man and chill, maybe. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Charlie Benante, yeah. come on, you could, Charlie Benante, you know, I, I don't, you know, there's other girls out there that maybe are legit, you know, like, I don't know, but maybe you, you don't want that. Maybe you want someone like, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to judge you, man, but 
know. But they went public with a relationship. I don't know, man. On you Instagram. Know. Yeah, on Instagram, great. Um, <laughs> Should we go public it, with our relationship? We are. Everyone knows. <laughs> um, we're getting married soon. Um, but yeah, I don't, you know, Charlie Brown, look, I, yeah, it's no, it's not my place to judge you, but you know, she's not some normal girl. She's like this manufactured thing, but you know that already. Maybe, you know, you're a rocker, you know, you've probably been with all kinds of girls like that, I guess. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Whatever, dude. Just, you know, watch your money. Watch your money, bud. Watch your money. Okay. Uh, <laughs> MySpace. What's MySpace? Do you know what that Never is? Never heard of it. Never. What is that? <laughs> I think I had that like 20 years ago. MySpace. I used to be on that. I used to go on that. And it was just like a thing. You had your page. And I don't know. You had your page. And you had friends, I guess? And then like Facebook came out and it kind of turned into a music thing. If I recall, I don't know. I don't know if it's still around. But they had an archive of 50 million songs, you know, that were uploaded to this social media platform between 2003 and 2015. That is so long ago. And uh, all of them got erased. And no one cares. I don't think anyone cares, though. Like, you know, and, and in MySpace is basically like, oh, I, you know, we're sorry for the inconvenience. I hope you had the, the originals because we erased all your shit. But like, I don't think, you know, it's just funny. I just put this on here because it was funny, like that my, somebody was still talking about MySpace. And they had 50 million songs that they deleted. But, like, who was listening to these songs on MySpace? Like, can we go to MySpace right now and find it? Like, is it there? If MySpace was the only place you stored your original yeah, music... you probably have a problem. You deserve this mm-hmm. happening to you. Yeah, I don't even know... People don't even store music. The people store music, they, just, they just stream stuff. Like, like, I have, like, you know... I have a whole collection of MP3s like that I still have on a hard drive or but I don't ever use them. Like I used to collect those like, oh, I've got more MP3s this week. I used to subscribe to services and stuff and get more. You know, I would get them legally. You know, I wasn't going to piss off Lars. And, uh, you know, it's like I just, they're just there now. Like I just go on Spotify and play pretty much whatever I want. And when I want a band I like, I'll go buy a record, a a, a vinyl Wait, record. A vinyl record. A record. <laughs> You know, and I will enjoy that when I play them. I mostly just collect them and, you know, I don't play them as Sam's. He's like, oh, you have all these records, you don't listen to them. I'm like, I know I can't play them because I might get scratched. But, no, you know, I like to listen to them sometimes. You know, it's a little effort to play, right? You got to put it on there and then turn it and then you got to listen to it. But it's cool, you know. If you're, you're kind of just chilling, you know, maybe you got, you know, you're smoking a joint and you listen to your record, you know, it's cool. You know, we it's used good to do feeling. that. Yeah, it's good feeling, you know. Or, you know, you, you know what we used to do, like, back in the day when I used to live, you know, with a roommate. We'd play Judas Priest records backwards, smoke weed. You know, it'd be fun. Like, yeah, man, looking for the backwards messages, man. Maybe we'll, we'll shoot each other with shotguns or something. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's fun. If, right, the records just have that, you know, that funness. But not, and, and if it's a band I like, I'll always get their record, you know. But, you know, but it's rare when I'm bombing, though. So, anyway, that's your, that's, yeah, that's such, that's such an old thing. That's such a 20 years ago thing to say, you know, like MySpace, you know. Oh, my God, my MySpace profile. That's such an old person thing to say. Um, so, unfortunately, this week, there's been a lot of news with Slipknot, you know, according to all the Corey Taylor news agencies, and pretty much every new metal news organization out there, whether it's Blabbermouth, or Loudwire, uh, or all those other ones, or maybe Metal Hammer, they're always talking about what Corey, yeah, they're always talking about what Corey Taylor's doing. What is Corey Taylor doing? Um, uh, well, there's actually some significant Slipknot and Corey Taylor news this Week it doesn't really revolve around Corey Taylor. It revolves around the band member Chris Finn. Chris Finn. Now, if you don't know who he is, he's the guy, the Pinocchio guy who just bangs on a keg with a th- stick. He like dances around the stage and literally just bangs on a keg 
Like, Slipknot has, like, 50 guys in there, and they just have different costumes, and most of them just do nothing. One of them is dressed like a clown. It's like, oh, you're a clown. You're so edgy. You're dressed like a clown. This guy at least has a stick. He has a stick, and he has a beer keg, and bang, he goes bing, bing. I don't know. They're a bunch of freaking idiots. But, um, so, Chris Fenn was fired from the band, and um, now... There well, is, he no, he sued them. Well, he sued them. Did he sue first. them first? Okay, so he yes, he sued them over um, you know, various band stuff, obviously, and royalties and merch stuff. You know, he's not getting his like, share. There's some kind of shadow empire. Of yeah, and he's money. not getting his share. You know, the usual stuff. I mean, that happens a lot. So you know, like, are you know, you know Chris Fenn, you're fired. Get the fuck out of here. You know. So obviously, there is this it's big kind of- rift because I think you know. They were going to go on tour and make a new album soon, so I think that's yeah. why it's kind of you know important to them. Otherwise, I have to get someone else to hit the keg. Yeah, they got to get. Oh, they got to get. Oh, that's all hard. Right. I'll do it, guys. <laughs> Pay us some money. I'll be in Slipknot. You got to make me. I can't wear Chris Fenn's uh, costume though. I got you. Got to give me something stupid. Maybe put like a dick on my nose or something. Like I'm the dick nose guy. Oh, <laughs> and I'll hit the thing. Right, that's what I'll do. So, um, you know, Fenn is like I said, he's like one of like the fifty members of the band. He jumps around like a monkey and uh, beats a. You know, beer cake. But that many members, like, I bet there's a lot of politics. There's yeah. Probably, like, oh, sure. In group click. Sure. If you have that many members in a band, first of all, how do you distribute that money? Especially when you're small. When you're small, like, how do you get that money? It's like, oh, what? Are you? Okay, we we had a really good show, guys. You all get fifty cents each. You know, like, how does that work? I don't even know. But according to the Blast, Slipknot percussionist. He's a percussionist. Ooh, that sounds very. I'm a per. What do you do? Like, I'm a percussionist. Percussionists are in like orchestras. Yeah, they're like bing. They hit a little triangle. Bing. Well, he hits like, I was like, well, I hit a keg, bro. <laughs> That's what he said. He probably was like, bro, I hit a keg. There's so, probably like no way to hit that keg wrong either. Yeah, he's just like, boom, it's a keg. You know, maybe if you have some beer in it, it makes a difference. And it goes, bing. Like, you know, you could probably just hit it any time, really. Yeah. Yeah, it just goes, boom. It doesn't even matter. So, progressionist Chris Fine, Finn, Fine, I don't know, has filed a lawsuit against his bandmates claiming that he hasn't been properly compensated for his years of touring with the group. Uh, that sounds familiar. That happens a lot. In the lawsuit, Fenn claims uh, have always been told that the money from merchandise and touring is funneled through us one sole company. Yeah, that's, that's how it usually works. And uh, yeah, they can't let you band deal with the money. It would get spent on cocaine for, and cookers, for God's sakes. So they need someone in suits handling it because they figured it wasn't a good idea to have a guy who bangs on a keg handle the money. Okay? Makes sense, right? Okay, so... Um, uh, however, Fenn claims that he recently discovered that his bandmates have set up several other Slipknot-affiliated businesses, and they didn't include him. Entities in different states that appeared to be collecting money. Well, you know, they're shrewd guys. You're not. They're probably like, look, <laughs> I play a real instrument. True. I deserve more of the money. Corey Taylor's like, I sing, bro. So we need to set up something so the other guys, the other yeah, jokers dude. on stage here don't know. Yeah, dude, you just, like, <laughs> you just bang on a cake. You know, there, you get it's not equality, um, when it comes to that. In a you band. are not do equal. Like, you know, think of a band as a corporation because that's it's not it's not you're a, like it's a not, glorified roadie. Yeah, it's not it's not like a democracy, it's not a commune. You know, there's money being made here, and you do this. You know, there's different shares. You know, different um, distributions with the money. I think depending if you wrote songs or what you do. You know, I think as most bands work, maybe some bands will give you know equality. But I think you know you have like sixty people in your band, so I don't know how that works. But you you just you bang on a keg, man, 
and you should be happy to be there. Roadies want to have sex with. I mean, roadies, groupies want to have. Se- <laughs> roadies probably want to have sex with you too. Groupies want to have sex with you. Like, dude, your your life is. Dude, you just ruined it. You had a job, bay, You got a keg. Yeah, and you were like, women were probably going after you. Didn't you didn't even have to be like talented. I mean, they were probably juggalo women, but anyway, it doesn't matter. You know, like, yeah, like, and you, you know, you probably made a, you know, you probably didn't have to drive a, you know, a bus like Beefcake the Mighty. You know, like you, you know, you know, you guys are pretty popular. You know, right? Yeah, people are excited for their new album. Yeah, people like there's, there's a lot of like new metal guys. There's still like there's a lot of people like new metal. They're touring with Metallica. Yeah, they're touring with Metallica. Oh my, yeah, whatever Metallica fans are like that. Anyway, Corey Taylor responded. Of course, Corey, yeah, Corey What does he think? Yeah, what does Corey Taylor think? Well, Corey Taylor thinks the following: um, You're gonna read a lot of bullshit today. This is what he wrote on Twitter. This is all I'll say. Just you wait till the truth comes out. Long live the knot. Is that, is that what they say? To is that like their salute? Long live the knot, bro. That sounds like really gross to me for some reason. Long live the knot. The knot. The knot, bro. <laughs> Yo, bro. It's time for the knot. We're going to go on tour with Limp Biscuit. I hate new metal. Fuck all you. What's with you new metal people? Stop with it. Stop with this. You guys, uh, we, we've, Sarah found this article about, and we're going to, we're going to, we have to do a show on this. We were going to do it in the news, but it's just, it's just too complicated. Um, about how British bands might have been like the next big, you know, bands like Electric Wizard, bands like, um, you know, Orange Goblin. Like they were big in the 90s, of course. They were huge in the 90s, but like they could have been like, basically, this article was saying they could have been the next big thing, all these bands. And instead, new metal, you know, became it. Instead, this article explains why. It's really interesting. I that's worth a show. That's that's worth a whole show, don't you think? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I think that's like you know, I don't know, or maybe that could just be mentioned. In the new metal episode. <laughs> and we're gonna do a new metal episode. Just because I don't like the music doesn't mean I'm not gonna do it. I mean I think new metal definitely gets an episode because it's an important part of metal. Um it's, it's a dark time. Title. It's a dark time in metal, but nevertheless. I, we were at work today, we were listening to like late nineties music. Like just general like you know smash mouth and oh. and i was just i was like oh come on i was like this just brings me back to a, such a bad time in my life you know i was like i hated it. i was i was i told him i was like i was very musically unhappy during this time about everything you know because it was just like the worst music it was like the worst pop music ever it really was so bad i, I just that's my least favorite time in music i think it's the late 90s is like, that like what kids like they like hear smash mouth and yeah. that's like Listening to the 80s now. I think so. Because those were like the dumb songs. You know, like all those dumb songs we had in the 80s. My age. Yeah. Those were like the dumb songs. Like all those dumb 80s songs. Well, like, that's like the same thing. Yeah. And, and we had someone at work. She was, you know, she's like our new person. And she's like only like 23. And she's like, oh, I, don't, I, I was like a little child when these songs came. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Like, you, were, you weren't even sentient when these songs. Like, Jesus Christ. She's I'm like old. played at her five-year-old birthday party Yeah, like something. she didn't even like, she's like, oh, I didn't you know, I was like, oh my god! But these still don't worry. You didn't, you didn't miss good anything. Song for a five-year-old birthday. Hey, you did. Look, Smash Mouth. You know, with the guy that looks like Guy Ferrari. Oh. <laughs> it is Guy Ferrari, right? Basically. You know? Time for Flavor Town. Whatever he says. That guy with the any guy with a soul patch and wears cargo pants. You know, or wears like a Hawaiian shirt. I don't know. I just don't know. Uh. So yeah. So the truth will come out. Long live the not, bro. So also, you you could bet all the blabbermouth and the loudwire and everyone else 
They have something to talk about now. Oh, yeah, something's going on with Corey Taylor. Our God, our living God. All hail Corey Taylor. Long live the knot. Or, you know, or that other band he has. What are they called? Stone Sour. Stones. Long live the sour. Stay sour, <laughs> sour. bro. Stay sour. Well, they discover that all these shady business dealings are, are legitimately shady and Corey Taylor is arrested. Yeah, imagine like they like he's selling cocaine or something. Or, you know, he's like funneling he's, money somewhere. He's laundering yeah. millions, slipknot millions. He's involved in that human trafficking. You know, like all like something really all fucked up. This guy and, and Chris Fine was like, "See, I told you he was the hero." Yeah, he's like, "I you, and you think I just bang the, on a thing?" The keg guy. It's like you think I just bang on a keg? I know what's going on, man. He's like, "I've been in deep cover for twenty years, man, and I finally <laughs> uncovered this fucking ring of human slavery that your pal <laughs> that everyone loves, Corey Taylor. Oh, he's so good. Oh, look at Corey Taylor. Yeah, Corey Taylor is an evil fuck. Okay, exposed him. There you go. Don't all thank me at the same time." Chris Fine, hero. <laughs> Imagine that would happen. That'd be awesome. Okay. <laughs> anyway, all right. Enough with that. We'll 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 keep you. Uh, we'll keep on this story as as it develops at the Here Lies Metal News Desk. Um, Iron Maidens. Bruce Dickinson doesn't see retirement in sight. That doesn't make any fucking sense, Bruce. Bruce Dickinson, you're like ninety seven. Like, what do you mean you're not going to retire? I don't like when these fucking old man bands, and I'm not disrespecting Iron Maiden anyway, you're a fucking old man band, you're, you're going to retire, okay? You're not going to be doing this when you're fucking 90, you know? I will say, when we saw Iron Maiden last, at least him and Steve Harris, sure. looking pretty good. Yeah, Bruce Singers is always in good But he, he's starting to show his age. Bruce Singers is starting to show his I mean, age. Yeah, I mean, Look at that picture. Look at this picture right here. Look he's at, still jumping look, around. Look at this fucking guy. He looks like me. He's, uh, He's got the same haircut as me. He's still got the vitality, though. My hair is going to look like that in like a year. Look at that. He has the same haircut <laughs> so as me. So what? It's, so, it's gray? Like He has like old. that just like I don't care mullet. He's fine. I have an I don't care mullet on my head. It's like not a mullet, but it is. Because <laughs> it just goes that way. It's like not short in the front. It just goes, wants to be a mullet at all times. So I'm, like, you know, if you see me going on street, like, hey, that guy has a mullet. Like, yeah, man, what do you want me to do? Mullet. So, um, so yeah, he's not going to retire. And, uh, you know, he'll be doing it till he's dead and beyond. So he said basically when he's a corpse, he'll be doing it still. Like he's been rotting. Like just put his, his, his coffin up there and he'll just be rotting and they'll just play anyway. That's basically what he's saying. So, I don't know. They're not as old as the Rolling They're probably as old as the Rolling Stones. <laughs> you know? But Bruce Dickinson, otherwise, you know, he flies an airplane and he owns like an aviation company. Okay, let's have some ancient. <laughs> corpse flying yeah he's flying it boy there's a certain there's, there's a certain cutoff age for pilots i think by the time you're like even for private no not for private no for private if you're playing a, a, a commercial plane but no not not if it's your own plane right well he's fly, flying a private plane oh yeah then yeah then he's okay then um, so he's just free to terrorize the skies yeah i think he's gonna play he's a very smart guy and he owns an aviation company he's like working on some kind of thing like he's building like a blimp for the british military or some shit like that something crazy you know I think Bruce Dickinson should run for office in England. He should run for like an MP or no, something. No, I don't think so. He should. You know, he'd be a conservative, a conservative party. That's why I don't think Conservative so. party. What does Bruce Dickinson say here? But we should say what Bruce Dickinson says. I want to do the Bruce Dickinson voice. As far as I'm concerned, anyway, I don't see any reason that we should ever retire, Dickinson says. As an airline captain, I, would, I was always told that no one ever dies on an airplane. That's not true. Even if the guy's head is severed from his body, he's not dead because if somebody says the guy's head has fallen off, there you go. You go, well, is he dead? 
and they say, well, he's not dead until somebody legally says he's dead. I see. I see how it works. So nobody dies until somebody stands up and says, yep, he's definitely dead. Ha! You're responsible then. You've killed him. So it's the same with rock and roll bands. We will never die. Even if we are actually dead, we will still actually never die. Because someone will have to say Iron Maiden's dead, I see. Well, I think, you know, I think if you're dead, you're dead. Right. You're, you're talking about the legal stuff, but, you know. What? I don't know. Yeah. You know, but you, know, you guys just can't. I don't so want... That's why it's never retiring? Yeah. I feel like that's an argument to stupid. retire. Because yeah, you could just retire, just like the guy's, you know, head could fall off. But as long as you don't say you're retired, then you aren't retired. Yeah, just because you didn't say it. So maybe that's what he's saying. It's he's that they tour. actually are retiring. He's playing some kind of like mind game. Yeah, know? he's like this weird, you know. Like that they are going to retire, but they're not going to say they're retired. And as long he's as no one says anymore. they're retired, like, yeah, we might play they're again. not retired. We might come out and play again. That's probably a good idea, actually. Yeah, he's like, ha gotcha. Actually, kudos to Bruce Dickinson, because then they're not going to do some stupid farewell tour, which they have done before. Yeah, everyone has. Which didn't go well. Yeah. And so they're not going to have that stupid, you know, drama, drawn-out bullshit. Probably a dime for every... And so they'll just stop touring at some point and maybe play a show here and there. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, we'll do this. And no one will say they've retired, and if someone yeah. asks if they've retired, they'll just say no. Yeah, they're like, no, we didn't do that. The so only, thank the, you, Bruce Dickinson. The only band I know that actually did retire was Rush. Like, they're the only, only ones that said they retired, and they actually did. <laughs> you know? Like, you know, I remember, I remember Ozzy retired in, like, 1992. <laughs> now he's retiring again, like, like 40 years later. You know, probably, you'll, have, you'll have to, like, die. So, that's all the news we have for today. You learned a lot today. You know, what Corley Taylor was doing. And, uh, your obligatory Tobias Forge news. And, um... There's things happening in Montclair that you are not cool enough for. You're not. Um, you should check it out, though. Maybe check it out and, like, judge for yourself, though. You know, you know the club I'm talking about. Like I said, I don't want to get them, like... They'll be like, that fucking guy in the podcast got us in trouble. No one talks about this place. You get place. blacklisted. That fu- no, they'll come and get me. They're like, that fucking guy's dead. They're going to come here and trash but our place. That guy's fucking dead. They're going to have a... You're going to have, like, a pop-up show here. Right? They're like, oh, we should have a show in your basement. Or how about your living room? You know? Like, they'll be like, you know, they're like, dude, no one knew about us until you fucking put it all over the internet. Like, oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't know no one knew about you guys. It's like, no, it was a secret, you dummy. Like, it was a totally well-kept secret. The cops did, totally didn't know about it <laughs> until you fucking ran your mouth. So, I don't know. Hopefully no one gets hurt, though. Seriously. Uh, yeah, so that's all we have. Next week, we're going to try to do an episode with content, right? A playlist. Maybe it's time for a playlist. It's time for a playlist, people. We have to do a playlist episode. Hair metal. Maybe hair metal. Maybe, um, I don't know, something. I'll think about it. There's a lot of, there's a lot of choices we have. You know, hair metal's fun and easy. So is new metal, though. We can do that. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> Hair metal or new metal? Hair metal, same thing, really. Same idea. What kind of choice is this? Same, same ridiculous concept. Same overblown MTV-driven concept. So, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for listening. Be sure to follow us on social media, including Twitter at Here Lies Metal, Facebook at Here Lies Metal, Instagram, Metal Lies Here, and Gmail, HereLiesMetal at gmail.com. Give me a, you know, give me a shout-out, people. Tell me what you want. Engage with me. I can only help you. If you help yourself, be sure to subscribe to it. The Here Lies Metal on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. Don't forget to rate us, even if you hate us. 
if this podcast sucks, only you have the power to destroy it. Once again, it is my passion to bring you, the listener, these tales of metal. However, if you'd like to support the show, your donations are highly appreciated, and you could do that at patreon.com forward slash here lies, but how come no one's ever sent me any money? I watch these gamers every Sunday. It's too early are, for a they Patreon. They are doing shit. They are doing nothing. They Some of them are total garbage. We're just playing games, so like, what what point is that? And people are just like, here, if someone's like, here, here's four hundred twenty dollars. Isn't that funny? Four twenty? <laughs> like you sent him four hundred twenty dollars, you fuck. Why? Why did you send him? 420? Someone, you saw it. Somebody's literally sent him four hundred twenty dollars. Yeah. I thought it was funny. I never thought it was funny to ever give anyone four hundred twenty dollars for no reason. I never thought that was funny. I'm not that rich. I'm just too old. You gotta be rich. No, you don't gotta be young. You gotta be, be like, eh, 420, watch this. I'm gonna make my name flash scroll to scream at 420. Ah, look at that, isn't that funny? 420. I'm so rich. I drive a Ferrari. All right. You're never getting any Patreon. I don't care, you people. I'm gonna die poor <laughs> with a big fucking smile on my face telling you all to fuck off, okay? I'm not gonna be like, eh, hey, yeah. You know, I'm gonna kiss all your asses. No, I'm not gonna, okay? So, send me your fucking money, do it, send it all. So, yeah. That's not how you do it, you just gotta threaten people. Give me your fucking money. So, yeah, you know, send a quarter or something. I don't know what I'm you know. I don't have anything I need here, right? I don't think those people do either. Like, they just spend it on, like, hookers and stuff, you know? Like, I don't, I don't, there's nothing I need here extra for this podcast. Like, maybe if. I put some soundproofing so it was... Look at this chair I'm sitting on. Oh, it's oh, yeah. terrible. Oh, we need to get you a chair. Oh, <laughs> we need to get Samantha a chair, people. Uh, you don't want a chair like this, but this is too like no. You don't like this chair. We need to get Samantha like a proper office chair. So send us about $500, right? Right now. Send it, go ahead. And um, we'll get Samantha a new chair. That's, what we, that's all we need, though. We, I got microphones here. I got a thing to record. Uh, yeah, I got everything. So... I'm good. I don't need anything. I can do this on my phone. So, anyway, you people, thank you for listening again. And uh, we'll see you next week with something. Have a good one. Goodbye.